1: Hello! Hello, everyone, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Hello. From America and Australia and Canada. Probably just around the world, And for Britain. Instance. And China, maybe. <laughs>
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts episode... I think it's episode five. Episode five. It there it is. And episode Thomas,
1: five I'm- of Private Parts. Wow. It feels like just yesterday we recorded the pilot for this and... <laughs> Here we are.
0: This is where Francis and I are read from our diaries. It's the most sordid, intimate details of our life. And, of course, my co-host,
1: friend, and sometimes... Enemy. Enemy. Frenemy. Frenemy, Francis Paul. Hello, Francis. Hello, Jamie Lang. Hello, how are you? Very good, actually, yeah. I, I had quite a lovely uh, morning. What
0: did you do this morning? Did you have your COVID? Because last week we spoke about the fact that you just... All you do is just drink coffee the entire time. And I actually well, got concerned for the rest of the week because I was like, God, is, is Francis drinking too much coffee? Do I have to organise an adventure? Isn't it an adventure?
1: Well, thank you for your concern because actually something you said last time made me a bit concerned. When you were speaking about... Well, you said that you only had sex two or three times a week which I actually was thinking about, and I was thinking, actually, that is a bit concerning. Why is that concerning? Well, I think it's just, you know, a bit below the average. No, it's not, because then I I masturbate about six times a day, so it actually makes me incredibly manly. So, in fact, I'm actually... So, really, you're a a wanker, (laughs) is what you're you're telling us. You're calling me a wanker? No, no, what I'm saying is that I'm a bit concerned that you only have sex with Frankie three times a week. Well, I don't. But then you wank six times a day. No, because... What are you thinking about when you're wanking? Clearly not Frankie. I'm is thinking it, a is lot about Frankie. No, a lot about Frankie. I'm thinking... Is it other boys? It's not. Is other... it Spencer Matthews?
0: No, it's not. I'm thinking about Frankie every single. Every time I masturbate, Frankie Gaff goes through my head.
1: But then if she's in the other room, you know, why don't you just go and what? You know, go and go and what? Go and give her what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, okay, you, you're married, Tom,
0: okay, and I know. Yep. I'm sure your wife will love the fact mm-hmm. that we're talking about this. Do you have sex more than three, four times a week? No, you yes. said two or three. Times. I said three or four. Francis. You said two or three. You said oh, twice a day. You don't have sex twice I, well,
1: a day. Well, I do. It I think three or four times a week is
0: healthy. It's and that's very fine. healthy. Yeah, that's more fine. than that is more than that is like having three bowls of cereal in the morning. More than
1: that, you're not busy enough in life.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're just very um,
1: busy. Well, I. I I am actually pretty busy, but I managed... I guess I have good time management. Do you do you
0: ever text Katie sexy messages?
1: Um, no, I'm not, like, not really a sex pest, you know? You're not? No. You've never, ever texted? Oh, I mean, I have before, but then, you know, so actually, you know, it's not really my thing, the whole <laughs> sexting.
0: So what did you text? Did you text anything? What do you begin? Like, oh, hi, Katie, um, I'm just thinking about your... China bottom.
1: Yeah, actually, I did say that once. I did say, I'm thinking about your China bottom.
0: <laughs> Why would you say this was unsexy thing in the entire world? To say, oh, I've just been thinking about your China bottom. But don't worry, now it's past. So it's okay.
1: Yeah, well, basically, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I'm a bit worried about you only having sex three times a week. Frankie. That's not
0: a worrying thing at all. I don't, I don't know.
1: I mean, I think it's a bit worrying. I think maybe then you're wanking six times a day.
0: I don't actually wank six times a day. You
1: just said that you did.
0: No, at school, though, when I was at school, I used to... Um, I used to, No, you're uh,
1: backtracking.
0: No, not backtracking. I realise,
1: like, oh, actually, that makes me a wanker. I probably shouldn't tell everyone that.
0: No, it's not. I just, I'm just, i going to give you some context into my wanking habits. Every single morning, at, I... Uh, at school, I think at school, I, I sort of experienced everything for the first time because I was at boarding school from the age of eight.
1: Oh, yeah, and Radley's kind of that way, isn't it? <laughs> it's
0: not. Radley was an all boys school. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember, but I remember. Radley's
1: known for being a bit.
0: I remember. I remember. Okay, the first time I. Should I tell you the first time I ever watched porn? So I would first, love to know the first you, you time you ever yeah, watched porn. the first porn. time I ever watched porn. <clears> so the first time I ever watched porn was me and about four other guys. And this guy who was in the audience said, do you want to come watch us? I was like, yeah, we'll go and watch this." Yeah. All, yeah, yeah. So we all went into his room and he turned on this porn. It was with Gemma Jameson. Do you remember Gemma Jameson? If you fool our listeners, Gemma Jameson was a huge time, big time porn star back in the day. Anyway, we were she all... She follows
1: me on Twitter. For she some follows me on re- Twitter reason. as well. So weird. What is... Why? Maybe she
0: likes gingers. Anyway, so I was watching this porn movie with Jenna Jameson, and there's about four or five of us in the room and the porn star. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I kid you not, we're watching it. weren't doing anything, weren't touching nothing, no, no masturbating going on. And I suddenly orgasmed in my in my trousers, and I did, but I didn't want anyone to know. So I went, "Ah, oh, this is boring," <laughs> <laughs> and just got on and left. <laughs> Yeah.
1: So funny, <laughs> that was my first. What, you didn't even, you just all got you like just touching... not even, tu- even
0: touching... I was like, What is this feeling? And this suddenly, well, I was like, Oh, god, and, so, and it's like I just sat there, no emotion, just sat there, whoop, <laughs> like and you've
1: never looked back. And
0: I've never looked back. <laughs> oh, god, yeah, that was the, that was her son. Then, what was okay, fine, what was your favorite time of school? What was okay, fine, what was your best memories of school?
1: I really loved, uh. Summer term, like revising out on the law. <laughs> you never
0: <laughs> revised out of the law. Those are your favourite moments. Of yeah, to playing robot.
1: croquet, r- running down to the boathouse. Actually, do you know the Wind and the Willows? Toad of Toad Hall. The Toad of Toad Hall. In fact, that was set on the stretch of river where I used to row every day. So it was actually like I felt like I was in Wind and the Willows every day. So I used to run down there through the through the uh, you know willows and going and get on the get on the water have a nice row and then run back in the summer. It was beautiful, actually. See, Tom, these are the excitements we had at school. Yeah, God, you guys are posh.
0: It's not, we're not that posh. Is that incredibly posh? Uh, That's not being incredibly posh, is it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely knew some people who weren't posh who were at my school, (laughs) so I don't think it's actually a defining factor.
0: (laughs) Also, we have to, as always, have our question of the week.
1: Okay, question of the week. Are you ready? I'm ready for your question. Name the film... Wind in the Willows. No. Matilda. No. Um, name the Day fi- of the Jackal. No, no, no. Uh, Fight Club. That's not... The, no, I'm saying name the film. Let me finish. Name the film... That, Black was, that was in cinemas the last time uh, France used the guillotine to execute someone. What? In French cinemas or? No, in international cinemas. But
0: the last time they used the guillotine must have been like the 1600s. There were no cinemas around then.
1: Well, I'm asking you what, what, was the, what film was airing when, the Fran- when France last used the guillotine to execute someone. Oh my
0: God, but that's a ridiculous question.
1: Guillotine. Not, not the guillotine that you cut paper with. The guillotine that you cut heads off with. <laughs>
0: okay, so not the one that you use in lessons. That was amazing. Do you remember that? <whistles> no, you I don't <whistles> think
1: you could execute someone with that. You
0: could. You could if you put your fingers in the way, that would chop them off 100%
1: and what you'd slowly bleed to death. Please.
0: Have you ever seen that, to speak of which? Have you ever seen... You know those fans that you get, like a bedside table fan? Again, back going back to school days, my friend Will, we were all... There was a fan next to the bed, and we were all putting our fingers in, in it, like that. Putting our fingers in it to see if it would hurt. It would hurt a little bit, and it would stop the fan. It was this plastic fan. He decided to put his finger in the back... Oh, the no. Back <laughs> of the fantasy. I'm not going to... It was like his finger burst. <laughs>
1: oh, God. my God. And I remember
0: it was this amazing... ..where we put our, he put his finger in there. And it went, blood went everywhere. And it was like one of those things where you are so shocked. went all over our clothes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to your question. What, Kate, what movie was in the cinema when Francis last used the guillotine? OK, I think it would have to... I don't know, Francis... Uh, Frankenstein. No. Nope. What, what old movies are that? Uh, Charlie Chaplin.
1: No. Nope.
0: This is a, okay. So you're going to tell me in part two.
1: Yes, I will tell you in part. Can
0: you give us a clue?
1: Okay. Um, new <laughs> hopefulness.
0: New hopefulness. That's nothing. <laughs> that's quite a clue, I think. No, it's not, Tom. Shall I? you know the answer? Oh, you've been conferring. That's why. No, no.
1: But I think I, I think I know what year the Guillotine was last used. So I think that kind of makes sense.
0: What? Well, yeah, like it's like ages ago. No one, no one watched the guillotine happen in our lifetime. Well, I guess we'll find out. Okay, we'll find out in part two. Right, um, Francis, as always, the p- reason for private parts is to read the most intimate, sordid details of a life via our diaries. So I've been writing my diary this week and I'm pleasantly surprised with it. I love writing it because I get very excited. I feel like this week is a good week.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been well. Well, I it's feel like good. it has been well. Yeah. It's been well, good.
0: It's been, it's been well good. Yeah, I feel like also I've got a little bone to pick with you. Yeah. Because in part one, I always read my diary. In part two, you, you read your diary. Yeah. But I always feel that my diary is a lot more intimate than your diary. You just talk about seat sniffing. That's not that intimate. A lot more intimate. Yeah. Um, Are you more intimate? Because your diary is about your private parts. Right? Yeah, I talk
1: about my private parts. Okay, good. if I talked about... Yeah, I talked about my private parts. We also must mention the fact that at the end
0: of last episode, you mentioned bottom-pinching. Oh, yes. Now, Present. what are your thoughts on bottom-pinching before we get into the diary?
1: Well, this is uh, actually one of the things I'm talking about in my book. So there's an, it is a whole...
0: Are you plugging your book again?
1: Uh, I'm not plugging... I mean, it's what I'm doing at the moment, so if you want you to talk about my life... No-one
0: then... cares about your book.
1: Well, hopefully they will when it sells... A billion, million, billion copies. A million, billion. A million, billion copies. A million, billion copies.
0: Anyway, the diary <clears throat> Monday. For some reason, I must have woken up on the wrong side of the bed this morning because I was in the grumpiest of grumpiest moods. I hate being in a grumpy mood when I wake, and I and it seems like everything seems to irritate me. Even the saying "waking up on the wrong side of bed" irritated me for the simple reason that where did the saying come from? So many so-called sayings don't really make sense, come to think of it. Too many cooks spoil the broth. I, in fact, believe the complete opposite to this. More opinion surely makes a better broth. Don't cry over spilt milk. Again, a bizarre and useless saying. And my worst? If life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Lemonade. This is assuming you're given sugar too. If not, you're just making lemon juice. Despite my irritation, my Monday flowed as it always does. Frankie kept commentating on the fact that I was angry, which made me even more irritable. I was filming with Roman Kemp, the Capital FM radio host for most of my Monday, doing pranks on the people on the street. Turns out, pranking people on a Monday when they are heading to work, probably after a large weekend, isn't the best time to do it. Thank God I'm not the only grumpy person on a Monday.
1: What was it, the morning? or the... It was
0: the morning. It was morning until lunchtime, yeah.
1: God, I mean, that's the worst. Yeah. If, if one was to choose a time to prank people, that would probably be the worst it was. Al-
0: it was also a... Um... It was also a really, like, dreary, miserable Monday. Yeah. That was the problem. Was it? Yeah, it was just really dreary and miserable and not
1: nice. Okay. I kind of remembered it being... Oh, actually, no, because I was in Austria the Monday morning yes. Yeah, it
0: was just a horrible Monday. And why Why are Mondays great? Out of all the days of Well, the week, it was a lovely
1: Monday for me, but I'll tell you about that in part so, two. What,
0: that's because you were just probably just thinking about having sex, as you always do.
1: No, I'll tell you what I was thinking. You probably mate.
0: woke up at, like, midday.
1: No, I woke up at... Seven, I think. In the evening? On Monday morning, yeah. Monday
0: evening. Tuesday morning. You well, probably had to catch missed a flight. Monday. Oh, okay. That's you going on holiday again. See?
1: No, I was coming back to London.
0: Well, some of us are working, Francis, that's the
1: I had to come back to London to work. <laughs> As I shall tell you in part two, anyway.
0: Tom, what is your favourite and worst day of the week?
1: <sighs> I like a Saturday. I think Saturday's my favourite. That's your favourite and yeah. worst day. Sunday. I think Wednesday's the worst. Why? Why? I we- love Wednesday. I hate Wednesdays. I love Wednesdays.
0: Wednesday's like when when Wednesday from the Addams Family. She's a good girl. There we go. There's another but Wednesday. I'm like
1: tired on a Wednesday and it's still ages to the weekend. And...
0: No. See, so you've got it completely wrong. <laughs> Wednesday. I'm going to talk about this right now. Wednesday arrives and it's nearly the weekend. That's what makes it so good. Wednesday. Wednesday was always the day at school which arrived and I became excited. See, Tom? If you were at my school, you would have got excited as well.
1: Wednesday was a half day.
0: Half day at school. And also at my school, Wednesday was a half day. And it was also the day that you got burgers and chips. Mm. It meant that we were halfway through the week and the weekend was just on the horizon. So Wednesday meant my grumpiness had almost left me and I was now into the flow of the usual week. Now, I don't know if you have tinnitus or even know what it is, but my... Sorry?
1: No, I don't have it.
0: You don't have to. I wasn't asking, I was asking the...
1: The listener. Who, oh, I thought you were writing your diary I am writing my diary but I'm So more... I thought you were asking if your diary had tinnitus
0: <laughs> I'm not asking if my diary has tinnitus I, know, I don't know if you have tinnitus, <laughs> diary Do you have tinnitus?
1: No Tom, you have tinnitus Yeah, I do, yeah
0: So Tom, you actually had tinnitus from a young age, right? Yeah, about 15, 16
1: Really? What happened? Went to too many gigs Really? Yeah. Legend Yeah, I know, right
0: yeah, everyone wearing earplugs. Tom was like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm just going to go right next to the speaker. You basically sat with your head in the speaker, didn't you?
1: Yeah, pretty much, yeah.
0: So when you first... So I have tinnitus as well. And when you first get it, you... you I, when I first got it, I had it... It was about two years ago. I explained in my diary, but I got it about two years ago. What is this? You keep doing it. It's like you're about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you about to
1: cry, Francis? No, I'm not. I'm just breathing. You're not going... It's like you're, you're, you're getting really upset into the mic. No, I'm just getting into the story. Come on, please, tell me. So when I had... Go
0: to, on. happened about two years ago, and I remember I had a sort of very sort of heavy night, at a place called Love Affair, and it was very loud, music, things like that. And I woke up the next day, and I could hear this... That's that
1: sort of S&M... Sex party, isn't it? It's not
0: an SMM sex party. No, isn't a, it?
1: It's like a house music. Bon, it's a bondage party. It's not a
0: bondage party at all. No, it's not. It's like a party where you go and you listen to sort of house it's
1: music. It's like Torture Garden. It's isn't not
0: it? Torture Garden. There's nothing to do with that. It's just a fun party. Everyone goes to and you listen to sort of house and fun music.
1: Anyway. House. House. Yeah, house. House. House.
0: House. Okay.
1: House all music. Right. All right, yeah.
0: Like minimal techno. Yeah, yeah. You know it?
1: Yeah. House, m- house music. House music. Yeah, okay.
0: Anyway, listening to house music. And I woke up the next day and I could, all I could hear was this ringing. In my, I could hear this ring here. So I was like going from room to room trying to find out where this ringing was coming from. It's like a high pitch, like static noise. I was like, what is that? And suddenly I was like, where is this? And then I thought, oh my God,
1: it's not in my head.
0: <laughs> from that day on, I had tinnitus.
1: I used to lie for a week at Do a time. Do you think you had it before, but you just never noticed it? Yeah, I think I did. Oh, I slept like a baby last night. Oh, uh, you slept really well? No, I woke up every three hours. It was a nightmare.
0: <laughs> what? I've been sleeping so good recently. So, so well? No, well, I mean, so well, so good does I've been sleeping well, that's all I What's know. What's your secret? Well, I mean, I have a couple secrets, but Tom, have you been sleeping good? Ah. Uh, average. Average. Well, I'm so glad we came up with this because I've actually got something to tell you. I have a brand new mattress at the moment. Called... The Lisa mattress, L-E-E-S-A. Okay, and the tagline, get this, is a better place to sleep.
1: That's exactly what I need.
0: Okay, now also, Tom, how heavy is a mattress? Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Unbelievably heavy, heavy, yeah, right? So this mattress, right, the best thing about the Lisa mattress, it gets
1: delivered to your door so you don't have to go and pick it up. Because that's actually what was a total nightmare about my last mattress. I had to go and pick it up and carry it home.
0: And not only that, when you normally buy a normal mattress, right, you have to keep it, Tom, don't you? That's generally how buying things work, yeah. Aha! Uh-huh, not with the Lisa mattress. Basically, you can buy the mattress, okay? If you don't like the mattress, you can have 100 nights to try it out. And if you don't like it, yeah, before 100 nights, it basically, you can give it back. It gets, dope, like, recycled, all these kind of things, and you get a full refund. Also, one mattress is donated to charity for every 10 that are sold. So we're kind of like doing a good thing by sleeping on these mattresses, right? Wow. Yeah. Also, basically what I was thinking is that uh, we could give an exclusive code to our listeners. That'd be nice. That'd be a nice place to start. Yeah. So all of, all of our listeners out there, you can receive £80 off a Lisa mattress with the code PRIVATEPARTS. All you have to do is go to Lisa, that's dot u k and enter this
1: code to receive £80 off your purchase. Rest your private parts on a Lisa mattress tonight. Love that. that. There's a tagline. Love that.
0: Aircon in your room. If you, if you don't listen... It sounds for... lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you have aircon in the room, or a car engine, or on a plane, when the plane's going... If you don't listen to the noise or notice the noise, it kind of goes away. Yeah. But if you actually look and listen for it or catch it, it's, you can hear it. And I think I've always had it. I just caught it.
1: Well, hopefully I never notice it. <laughs>
0: The reason I'm talking about tinnitus is because it's flared up the past two days. Now, it could be down to tiredness, but when you catch it and hear it, even though it's always there, it's sometimes impossible to ignore. Hence, why I'm writing about it. Tom, do you have that occasionally with tinnitus?
1: Yeah. Especially if I'm somewhere like super quiet. If I'm like... <coughs> in the Library. Side. Which yeah, is like, rare. Yeah. Often sitting in the library to reading the book. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: What, when anyone's there or at night time? God, just a nightmare. Do you <laughs> have yeah. a
1: library card, Tom? No, I don't have a library I card. I bet you do. It's 2017. You have a li- I've got a library card. You have a library yeah. card? No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, for Kensington Chelsea Library. In, in, Get your in, library in Kens- card out. I, I don't have it in my wallet. how uh, convenient. I have it at home when I go to the library in... Just off, off Portsmouth Road.
0: I know exactly where it is. Yeah. When I was at Leeds University, we had a huge, we had two actually huge libraries, and you were meant to go <clears> and <throat> go there and pick up books and things like that. I only went into the library my last term of my last year, and the only thing I got out was the Truman Show.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you told me that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Did
1: it, we, did it did it fuck you out the Truman Show? Did it
0: didn't. It, it made me think. I don't want my life to be like that.
1: Yeah, I have this theory that you know. The Truman Show actually gave rise to a lot of these because it gave rise to this sort of feeling of everyone watching you and I think maybe it actually spawned this this reality TV phenomenon that people kind of got used to the fact of you know the idea the concept of people watching them or people being on you know people watching their everyday like mundane lives
0: or George Orwell's uh, Big
1: Brother no, but I mean the actual, the actual... Is it George Orwell? It the, is George Orwell. The, the, yeah. the, the, I mean the concept of someone's mundane life for other people's entertainment, right? And then, I th- you know, I think that it predated the sort of OC, which then spawned The Hills, which then spawned people... You know, shows like Made in Chelsea, and then all these other these other shows, so... You're
0: possibly are right. Perhaps I should quit everything and go on the hunt for a cure tinnitus, become immensely successful and help millions around the world, or just wait for someone else to do it. If I could cure tinnitus and hair loss at the same time, I'd be a very rich man. Both are something I have to deal with. Ha. Reading back over my diary, I've just complained this week. Oh, time to stop complaining and move on. You're not working down oblivion mine, Jamie. Then you really would have something to worry about. Or complain about. Thursday. Okay, I think I've lied to you. I know I said I wouldn't complain about anything anymore, but it's slightly hard when I'm sleeping and dreaming as bad as I have been this week. Have the moons or stars been messed up because there is something surely wrong? Or it's the fact I have had my boxing match on Saturday and I feel fully unprepared for it. Whatever it is, something is out of sync. As I said, my boxing match is on Saturday. A white-collared charity match. Three two-minute rounds in front of 1,000 t- people and I cannot lose, especially from the chat I've been giving. Here's a little example of what I've been saying to my opponent, Hamish. This weekend, we're putting on our head guards and jumping into the ring. Hamish couldn't be more excited. He gets to enter my ring again, and at last he's going to get some sort of head. <laughs> ah, I love it, my own statuses. That's what my status was on Facebook. I
1: saw that, actually, and, I, and it made me think, God, so he has been in your ring before. <laughs> no. We, you said he gets to enter my ring again.
0: Yeah, we, we fought once before.
1: Oh, so... Yeah,
0: and, and I lost.
1: OK, and then... And so, then, so you didn't give him head last time?
0: No, no, the head guard. The whole point was head guard. We have to wear head guards, so he then, he's going to get some sort of head.
1: I love how, like, pleased with that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are. Yeah, that, I was, I was really, very pleased. That's very, it's very good.
0: Okay. Reading it back, I can see it's not the class of things to say in the world, but if you want to be a champ, you have to act like a champ, or so I'm told. The boxing, as I mentioned meant I was not meant to be drinking smoke or anything that is toxic, put anything toxic into my body. Last weekend I failed this and tonight was a test as dinner party was organised by my school friend Charlie, who's in the army at St James's Palace. It was the best chance to catch up with old school friends. As we sat there, we all realised nothing has changed for ten years in terms of personalities. I was still the loud one, my friend Rory had the reserved one, each of us had the same place which we acquired ten years ago. I stood the test and didn't drink, but I did try snuff from the hoof of Napoleon's horse. It was one of the most intense things I've put in my body, but if Napoleon did it, so can I. Wow. I'm not going to say there's this stuff. Have you had a snuff? Yeah. 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 So we sat around this table in St. James's Palace and we had around a horse hoof. And the horse hoof had a silver lid on it that you could lift up and it had Napoleon's signature on it, Napoleon's writing, and you lift it up and snuff was inside. Yeah. And we snorted this snuff and it basically just blocked your nose. It was yeah. awful.
1: Snuff is not great. It's horrible. Yeah.
0: The day is amongst us, the day of the ultimate boxing match. The day of all days. It's bigger than the big. Yes, I'm boxing tonight. Now before I'm boxing, I'm have to film an Essex with Mr Essex himself, Joey Essex, who I'm not sure is the best person to psych you up when it comes to boxing. However, Essex finished and it was back to London to prepare for the big fight. Nerves began to sweep over me. You know that feeling when you're about to take an exam or compete in cross-country? That's exactly how I felt. To the point when I thought I was going to puke. I haven't had this feeling since school, so I couldn't determine whether it was just Are like... you going
1: to puke from nerves?
0: Yeah, I was going to puke from nerves.
1: Before you met Joe Essex?
0: <laughs> no, not before I was going to meet Joe Essex, before my fight.
1: Because you're quite excited by it. Jerry Essex, aren't
0: you? No, I'm not excited by Jerry Essex.
1: I what do you guys talk about when you hang out? You and Jerry Essex? Life. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Just experiences. Girls.
1: Gills. What do you mean gills? Gills.
0: Is that what he says? Talk in an Essex accent. Say, hello, my name is Francis and I like girls.
1: Hello, my name's Francis and I like girls.
0: All right, treacle, say that.
1: All right, treacle.
0: <laughs> say.
1: Giz a that- kiss. Giz a kiss, love. <laughs>
0: I couldn't determine whether it was just anxiety or nerves, so I settled on both. I arrived at 6pm in Battersea Park for the Raffles Rumble. Each opponent eyeing up the next, ready to put on the gloves, step into the ring and become a gladiator for the night. One going home victorious and the other left slayed for the amusement of the cheering crowd. Having been told I was fighting at 8.30pm, my fight actually took place at 1030 and as you can imagine by this time, I had pissed about 40 times basically vomited a hundred times and couldn't sit still because the ants anxiety was driving its way up and out of my throat
1: so were you really nervous <laughs> I was
0: very nervous I had this problem I've always had it ever since a kid I just have really bad nerves when it comes to sort of sporting things or something that I really want to win
1: yeah yeah
0: you probably had nerves when you were going to like talk to girls or something like that I never <laughs> had that The time came though, my name was called, and like a gazelle, I swooped towards the ring. My walk in music blaring above me, with the crowd cheering something which I, without any proof, believed was my name. What was your walk in music? It was um, Go Flex. How does that
1: go?
0: Go Flex. I don't think we can play a little bit because we can play a little bit. Can we play a little bit? So, this is what I had. Hold on. I feel like you might quite like it. I thought this was just quite cool. So this is when I was raring myself up, okay. And there was like, Jamie, Jamie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's
1: what I played. So you got. To, so did they play that on the speakers? Mhm. Oh really? Yeah. Quite liked it, didn't you? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Were you there to watch me? No, I thought I'd missed you, but obviously, you, I Tom, thought... were you there to watch me? I wasn't invited, so no. Wasn't yeah,
0: I, I mean that's bullshit. All, but from both of you, you could have easily come.
1: No, I thought I'd missed. You. I actually had a christening. Uh, at ten thirty at night. <laughs> you you got <laughs> a christening at ten thirty. No, I had at night. a christening during the day, and I thought that. Uh, Are you christening your child? I, th- I thought that I couldn't. Another make it, illig-
0: illegitimate child that you have.
1: No, no, I uh, no, not my child, my cousin's child. So, anyway, look, let's get on with the.
0: Your cousin had a christening on a Friday.
1: No, no, it was a Saturday. You you did the yeah, fight. It was a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not remember that? <laughs>
0: I awkwardly got my side wrong, which meant my opponent had to walk all the way around the ring to the other side, making a very awkward entrance when all you want to do is look incredibly cool. Defend yourself at all times, touch gloves, the ref shouted, and the fight began. Three rounds of hell began with a lot of shouting, swinging and grabbing, but I ended in victory. There is something very sadistic about watching people fight, wanting to see each opponent get hurt. Plus, as soon as someone has had a drink in them, they become a guru at the question of sport. Everyone told me what I did well and what I should have done better, all with that glazed look in their eye. That glazed look soon entered my eye and I too became a guru at the sport of boxing. Sunday. Not only did the clocks go forward so I lost an hour's sleep, I fought in a boxing match seven hours ago and now I have to wake up and look camera ready for Sunday branch on Channel 4. The only words I can muster for this Sunday is sore and tired. In the words of Withnil from Withnil and I, I feel like a pig has shattered my head.
1: Yeah, well, you, did you drink as well after the boxing match? I did. I drank. Yeah. Yeah. So you got pretty. Well, hey, rumoured. I was
0: I was champion, so I hadn't been really drinking. Yeah, exactly. So it felt like so, it yeah. Was...
1: Yeah. I guess that's you deserve it. I do you deserve, deserve it. it.
0: However, that is all we have time for for part one. Get ready for part two, where we have the question of the week. We have a caller in it, and Francis. God, he reads his boring diary. I do. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Don't copy me.
1: Stay tuned. Thanks very much. No, I'm gonna have the last word. Bye guys. Bye, Francis. Let me sign off. Okay, alright, sorry. Bye everyone.
0: Such a dick. Feel like an adventure? Then come on a journey through an exotic Arabian market to a sultan's palace and a breathtaking cave of wonders before you discover a whole new world soaring through the stars on a flying carpet. Come on in, let the magic begin with Aladdin, Disney's spectacular West End musical. Book your tickets at aladdinthemusical.co.uk.